Hey friends, it's day 21 of 31 days of podcasting, 31 reflections on 2023. You are listening to a podcast that is called Liz Gets Loaded, and I wanted to post something every single day in January just to see if I could do it, and a little bit as a challenge to myself to just hit record and start sharing thoughts and to force myself to not spend an hour thinking about what I want to say before I actually come on to say it. Not that I don't want to do a good job, but focus a little bit more on velocity and speed, not getting stuck so much in analysis paralysis. Today, what I want to talk about is the progress that we made towards our early retirement goals in 2023. So some number of years ago, maybe like five years ago, I discovered the concept of FIRE, F-I-R-E, stands for Financial Independence, Retire Early. And at its most basic level, the FIRE movement is about being able to retire early. So it's about reaching a point where your passive income, so like investments, can cover your living expenses so you don't have to have a regular job if you don't want to. So you could have a job that pays a lot less, you could volunteer, you could just not work at all. It's a level of freedom, right? And so I track... Our progress as a household of two adults towards what I think our fire number is each month. And our fire number is like basically just somewhere in the range of 25 to 30 times what I expect our retirement expenses to be. Over the last year, I mean, the last couple of years have been ups and downs in the stock market, as you should expect. 2022 was like a really down year. And by the end of the year, we our net worth was about 52% to where I would want us to be to feel comfortable retiring early if we wanted to. And then the year started off with a bang. I mean, January was a huge month and we shot up to 61% from 52% right away in January. And I was like, okay, this is great. <laughs> Ups and downs through the year of 2023. But the end of 2023, December was massive. I think overall for 2023, stock market ended up being, you know, the S&P 500 at least was up like more than 20%, 23%. I want to say, don't, don't quote me on that. And we ended the year at about 78% of our goal. So remember at the end of 2022, 52% of the way to the goal in January alone jumped up to 61%. And by the end of 2023, we were at 78% of our goal. That is wild. That's the power of compound growth like less than half of the growth that we saw in 2023 was from our actual contributions, like our investments into our various investment accounts. Most of that was from swings in the market. And it's fun. Like it's, I mean, I feel good either way. I'm happy in an up year when our investment grows and our net worth grows. I'm also happy in a down year when the prices of stocks fall and we all get to buy everything on sale. I'm happy about that either way. So a couple of things about that. One, I mentioned our goal number is somewhere in the range of 25 to 30 times what I expect our retirement expenses to be. I don't know exactly what our retirement expenses will be. I keep really good track of what our expenses are now because that's the biggest hint. That's like the biggest clue. But then when I look at our annual expenses, there's a lot of stuff I take out. I'm like, okay, well, here's what we spent this year, but you know what? We spent almost $10,000 in vet bills and we've already decided that after these pets, like no more pets, <laughs> at least for a while, the plan is forever, but like, we'll see. So I don't need to budget in retirement for any years where we're going to have thousands of dollars in vet expenses. I don't need to budget for grooming and food and toys and dog walkers and all that kind of stuff. I look at our current expenses and I think, okay, I don't want to live in a 
a big old house, so I probably don't need to budget quite as much for home maintenance, home repairs, property taxes. You spend a bunch of money on home furnishings and home decor. That's, you know, very much an optional expense. So I wouldn't plan on spending that much every year. And there's a lot of decisions I think we would still need to make before actually pulling the lever on early retirement about lifestyle. And a lot of times I do think about the trade-offs, right? Work a few more years or live a more modest lifestyle in retirement. But working a few more years, the thing is I might just want to do that anyways. <laughs> so I say this over and over again, but like once we actually reach that goal, once we hit a hundred percent of that number, first of all, I'm probably going to increase the number because that's what I tend to do when I have goals. I did it this year with Peloton Minutes. I was like, I'm going to hit 10,000. Then I hit 10,000. I was like, actually, I think my goal should be 12,000. <laughs> I really like to move the goalposts on myself and make my life harder. So one, once we approach that number, I'm probably going to increase it. And also like costs are changing, inflation or lifestyle changes a bit. It's, I think it's completely fine for that number to change and evolve and shift. And even if we reached it though, I still might say, you know what? I really enjoy my job and I like making an income. I think often about how, as long as you're working and you have an income, like that's your plan A. And then all of your savings and investments, that's your plan B. But once you actually retire and you stop working, then your savings and investments, that's your plan A. And your plan B is like going back to work. It's a different place to be in. But I think often about how I have all this focus on saving and investing and it's really fun to watch that number go from 50 something percent to 60 something percent to 70 something percent. But that doesn't mean that once we hit hundred percent that like I have to stop working. I really like my job. I, I, you know, I've been saying I want to retire in five years, but I've been saying that for like two or three years now without changing every year. I just, I'm like, yeah, in five years next year. Yeah. In five years, <laughs> I think the important thing, and it just goes back to that freedom. It goes back to options. It goes back to choices. I am someone who likes having a plan A and a plan B and a C, D, E, F, G. And I like working. I like having a job. I like my job. I like the people I work with. I like the work that I do. But I will say one thing that lets me enjoy it more is knowing that it's optional. I could leave today. Like if if things turned and all of a sudden I was like, oh no, I don't like this. I'm very unhappy. I could leave and be totally fine if it took me quite some time to find a new job. And I'm really looking forward to the getting to the point where I could just <laughs> just be like, I will retire today. Like, I don't want to do this. I will retire. Watch, watch me. I had a, I knew someone who worked for, who worked for someone who ran their own business and was just always threatening to retire when people would get sassy. Like, I will retire today. I will do it. I will shut this business down. I will stop working tomorrow. And it always made me laugh. And I look forward to, to being able to do that jokingly or not. Not one day. 2023 was big year of working towards that goal. We invested quite a bit. We maxed out our 401ks. We maxed out our IRAs. We maxed out our HSAs. One of us had access to the mega backdoor Roth IRA through a 401k plan. And we put some money into our taxable brokerage too. It felt good to work towards that. And it's an interesting place to be where the market swings just have a much bigger impact than your contributions though. Like in a way it's fun when it swings up, it's fun, but it can also feel like, well, what's the point of me even making these contributions when they're, they have a much smaller impact than the whims of the market, but we're going to keep doing it. I will keep you posted. I promise I'll let you know when we hit that number. I'll keep you updated along the way. And if and when I decide to retire, still sounds strange to think about even after these years of thinking about it, you will be among the very, very first to know. Okay, deal? Deal. Thank you for listening. I'm glad that you're here. You know where to find me. If you have thoughts, questions, let me know what you think. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. Bye. 